are listening to NRI Women, the show where we chat with women of Indian origin living abroad. We hope in sharing these stories, you know you're not alone, learn something new and be inspired by some of the other amazing women we share this world with. I'm Bettina. And I'm Nanora. Chota Bheem, Little Singam, Shakti Man, Mighty Raju. Do any of these names ring a bell? These are some of the most popular animated series on Indian television. When Little Singham launched in 2018, it was so successful, it propelled the channel it aired on to the number two position from the ninth position. So why are we chatting about these cartoons today? Well, we're not talking about them exactly. We're chatting with Sonam Shekhawat, the writer behind these fantastic series. She has scripted over 600 episodes for various series and is the first Indian woman to win an Emmy Award for writing. She considers herself a professional dreamer with a biggest stash of goofballusinochin and spent most of her childhood watching cartoons, something her parents weren't pleased about. I grew up in uh, India and uh, yeah, in Jaipur. Uh, I was born and brought up in Jaipur. And then uh, as a kid, uh, I would watch animation shows every day, all day long. And as soon as my dad would come back from office, I'd just switch off the TV. And, but my mom never used to say anything to me because uh, big, like in the beginning, she, she used to say so many things like, why you don't study, you don't study at all. If you don't study, you'll be like failing in the exams and you'll be unsuccessful in life and you'll do nothing at all. And uh, then one fine day, I just asked her, what's the benchmark for you? How many, uh, like, on what point you will be satisfied that okay if I get this much percentage in exam uh, so she said like if you get 80% marks I'll be satisfied and I said uh, if I'm asking myself then you can be like go ahead ask for more so she said like okay uh, probably can you get 85% marks uh, so yeah I just uh, asked my mom like uh, where you'll be satisfied and she said like if you can get 85 and I said like cool I'll get 92% marks to be very precise and but after that I don't want to listen anything from you like you will allow me to watch cartoons all day and she said like it's impossible you cannot get 92% marks like uh, let me prove you wrong and then uh, the exams happened my parents and all of us went to the parent teachers meeting I, uh, I got 91.7% marks and teacher had rounded off to 92% marks and <laughs> then I, I told my parents like look this is so easy these are just numbers and if I put my mind to it I can do it uh, and you should not torture me to do something that I don't want to do just let me do what I want to do after that my mom never said anything to me but my dad I mean like uh, I just woke up a devil inside him and then he was like, Oh, you're so intelligent, now you must become a doctor. <laughs> On her father's insistence, Sonam sat for all the entrance exams for various institutions of repute and was offered a place in most of them. However, that's not what Sonam wanted to do. Instead, she persuaded her father to let her do a degree in animation and finally seeing his daughter's determination, he caved in. Sonam completed her graduation in animation and was looking forward to working with Reliance Animation, which was one of the largest animation studios at the time. Her dreams came crashing down when she found out that they did not accept fresh graduates. 
she did the next best thing and took up a job as an intern at Reliance Animation, earning just $50 a month, an amount barely enough to survive on. And uh, then I thought like, okay, I cannot survive like this. Uh, let's figure out a way to get into Reliance Animations because it was really far away from where I was sitting. Like, it was just one, uh, like, it, it, uh, there was a huge floor, like a huge building and one huge floor. So in the right side of the floor, there was corporate area and the entire Reliance Animation and the big guys who were directors and celebrities and all those guys would sit in that area and then there was this student area or I would call labor area where there were like black carpets, white light. White light actually kills creativity because everything looks flat and black carpets with white furniture and it was like oh my god it was the least creative place you can ever be in. You would enter there and you would only want to be like a labor, like work all day, go back home, next day come back again, work all day, go back home. So it was like, oh my god, I cannot work here and uh, like this I cannot even survive. Probably after 6-7 months they'll revise uh, my salary to something like $100, <laughs> what, what difference it would make. She had to find a way to get noticed so she could move on to the other side. But how could she make that happen? So uh, I started sitting in the reception and I started noticing that, okay, there are so many people who go to the corporate area, but there are only few people uh, for whom the watchman would get up and salute. <laughs> so, uh, but then I figured out, okay, these guys are not eating at our canteen. These guys are definitely not eating in big animation canteen because, uh, 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 I mean, you get very... Uh, very bad food in uh, in that canteen. Okay, so they these guys who were like going into the corporate area and getting saluted by the watchmen. Obviously, they were not eating in that canteen. So I started following them at where they are going. <laughs> so they were going to all these fancy restaurants like with super expensive uh, buffet, lunch buffets, and all. There were these six people who would always go to a one very one particular restaurant that was on the seventh floor of a tower right next to our tower. It was like very fancy restaurant, and the lunch buffet was something like thousand uh, uh, rupees per day, and I was getting like three thousand five hundred rupees per month. So thousand <laughs> rupees per day, I obviously couldn't afford that kind of lunch buffet. Uh, so I called my mom and I asked her, mom, please send in 5,000 rupees. And she's like, why do you want 5,000 rupees? <laughs> and uh, I said, like, just send me 5,000 rupees. I'll, I'll tell you later why I need them and I'll return them to you. Just send me 5,000 rupees. My mom was like, if you're struggling over there, then come back. No, You have a luxurious life over here. Why did you leave us? And your dad is always worried about you. You don't call us. <laughs> now suddenly you're asking for money. I said like, mom, please, this is the last chance I'm taking. If this plan doesn't work, I'll come back. And she's like, okay, cool. So I'll send you 5,000 rupees. I'm like, cool. So with those 5,000 rupees, my plan of getting into Reliance Animation started. <laughs> so first day I followed these guys and went to the same restaurant, paid the money and had very nice lunch buffet. I had so much food and I was only busy eating food. I didn't even, they didn't notice me. I didn't notice them. I just had a lot of food because uh, it was really good food. 
second day i was like really determined that they should notice me so i again followed them went to the same restaurant but like they would get up to get food and or whatever and i'd also get up at the same time second day they didn't notice me 2000 rupees gone third day <laughs> third day i went like i went back to the same place you know and third day again they didn't notice me 3000 rupees gone so i thought like okay probably 3 days gone they didn't notice me probably they'll notice me on thursday or friday or let's see so again i thought like let me and uh, i started spending more time on the reception because so that they while they're entering i would just say good morning they see my face and react you know and i was doing all this kind of crappy stuff shady stuff i would say <laughs> so yeah but uh, fourth day they didn't notice me fifth day they didn't notice me 5000 rupees over <laughs> maybe they saw me but they didn't call me on my table i, I thought like okay salary money has to come out now so i thought like okay uh, 1500 rupees was the room rent uh, so i still have 2000 rupees so probably i'll go back to the same restaurant on monday uh and uh, yeah i went back to the same restaurant on monday sixth day they didn't notice me i'm like what the fuck that was my last chance now i have to go back home and uh, uh, but then i kept thinking the entire night i didn't sleep the whole night you know and i came back to office and then i kept thinking and then i said good morning to everyone and they didn't even look at me or notice me so i thought like now i don't have any money i need 1000 rupees for food i need 15 1500 rupees for my room rent i cannot go to the restaurant today but then i thought like probably i don't i will not eat the whole month or probably i'll try and get some more money from my mom let me take one more chance i should go to that restaurant seventh day i went to the restaurant and uh, i just went inside at like okay let me have some food and relax and and i started taking food and again they were not noticing me and i was just okay let me have this very good food because i'm not going to eat for the next <laughs> maybe i'll not eat the entire month or i'll be sharing food with the other students or interns so let me just have my meal today so i took i, I took as much as i can I like put a lot of food on my plate and then i was walking towards the table and suddenly these guys were like hey we work in the same office right uh, they had accent <laughs> So, like, oh yes, we work in the same office. Yes, you're correct. So, so, and then the next guy is like, oh, so come join us. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. I'll come join you. Obviously, I want to join you. I wanted to join you forever, man. Like, you took forever to notice me. Looking back, it sounds silly to Sonam that she did this. but it's precisely the slightly reckless and quietly confident part of her that got her noticed she finally had an opportunity to share her work and her love for writing with the ones who could help her achieve her dreams and then her dream lunch was over it had gone exactly the way she had wanted she ended her meeting with these people by impressing them but then what so the lunch had to end and we had to go back to the studio and i was walking towards the labor area and they were walking towards the corporate area 
and I was slowly drifting towards the labor area and they were walking in that direction and then suddenly one of these guys got a call actually this call was like uh, and the guy who picked the call addressed the other person on the call as sir I'm like who is there sir man like they are the directors line producer they're the top guys of reliance animation who are they calling sir and then uh, this guy looked at me and like where are you going come with us I'm like, yeah, that's what I've always wanted. I wanted to come into the corporate area of Reliance Animations. And suddenly the door opens. Yellow lights comes from inside. Like, instead of white light, there was yellow light. Carpets were beige, okay? Like, beige carpets are in five-star hotels. So if they get dirty, they get cleaned, they get vacuumed. And there were wallpapers on the walls. The chairs had leather. I mean, these were like no ordinary chairs. These were leather chairs, okay? Le the, uh, we had cloth chairs in our labor area, okay? And they were also black in color. These were like beige, dark brown leather chairs. Contrast was there and they were winged, very comfortable. And the desks were wooden, okay? We had white desks, some industrial furniture, whatever. So this was a very fa and so much glass, so much glass everywhere. And uh, suddenly these guys were like, they just entered a room. And uh, uh, I just followed them because I was anyways following them and they said like, come join us. And then they entered the room and inside that, that room was a sound room, recording room, kind of a recording studio kind of thing, totally cushioned. And uh, that was like also not ordinary cushions made of cloth or sponge and stuff. I w those were cushions made of leather. Everything leather, leather everywhere. <laughs> so uh, I entered and very top of the line sound equipment and everything was there. And inside uh, there was a guy who I knew. He was the CEO of Reliance Animations at that point of time. I'm like, okay, they're calling him, sir. I didn't even know if he came to office every day because I had never seen him. There is a great quote, luck is a matter of preparation meeting, opportunity. And Sonam had made her luck. Here she was in a room with the CEO of Reliance Animations. And then I was like, Are, kidar tero tum? like where were you guys? He is so unimpressed by everything because he has seen so many things in his life that he's unimpressed by everything in this world. He was really sad and disappointed in everyone. And he was like, where were you guys? You know, I've been waiting, you know, this lyricist guy is writing lyrics for such a long time and he has not come up with a title song and he's just wasting my time. Uh, uh, what what are we supposed to? And then suddenly this guy points at me and like, sir, we have a writer in our studio. We didn't even knew, know it. Uh, like, we have an onboard writer uh, with us and we, we didn't have the knowledge of this. So, Ashish uh, also. So this, uh, yeah, CEO of Reliance Animations, he gets confused that uh, we don't hire writers in-house. How come we have a writer? How come we have an in-house writer? But still, man, like because he was so disappointed and confused and whatever. So he said, like, okay, we are writing this title song of Shaktiman animated series. Uh, give it a go. I'm like right now. I'm like, yeah, yeah, write the animation series title song. I'm like, cool, I'll write it. 
and then there is this very famous lyricist who was also writing the lyrics of this animation series title song and uh, he was just writing something and then throwing paper away and everyone was brainstorming and discussing stuff and everything but uh, people were just crumbling the paper and throwing it away and crumbling the paper and throwing it away and i thought look okay i'll also crumble some paper and throw it away so i just crumbled some paper and threw it away and then i started because i was 20 years old okay i was not even a proper adult i was an adult but yeah, i was a kid <laughs> so i started sitting like i just sat in one place and then i sat quietly without saying anything because everyone was like so tensed and worried and scratching their heads and then i started moving my legs and i started shaking on my chair and then this guy gets irritated like what are you doing man i told you to do something do your job and i said like i've already written the song and i don't want to throw more paper in the dustbin because it's like i don't like wasting paper <laughs> and they were also like okay now what are we supposed to do if you have already written the song they're like can i stand up and sing the song and they're like okay if that's what you want to do just stand up and sing the song and then probably you can get out <laughs> so i just got up and i sang the song and that became the title song of shaktiman animated series and that was my first break and that's how i became an animation writer and next day i got a job in reliance animations a full proper job with proper salary in which you can actually survive <laughs> i returned the money that i borrowed from my mother and uh, yeah that was the most amazing moment and that's where my life took a turn and Yeah. After Shaktiman, Sonam worked on Chota Bheem. The animated series was a number one show in eleven countries, and became so popular it surpassed even Disney in merchandise sales in India. And what did her parents think of her success? That time, my parents were like, "Okay, she has really achieved something," and finally, they were proud of me. And then my dad said, "Like, okay." now we are also proud of you now can you get married <laughs> and this is what you wanted to do you have achieved your dreams you have done everything now can you please get married I'm like yeah now i have nothing to like i don't want to rebel and uh, i still want to be their good daughter you know and i want to go back home because i have been away for from home for a long time and obviously i was missing my family so i thought like okay I'll come back home and get married, settle down, have kids or whatever, and yeah, I mean, like I'll see after what happens after that. It may be hard to grasp why someone successful and independent is willing to follow the wishes of her parents. Part of it is culture, but the most significant part was that by 23, Sonam had worked on the most successful animated series of the time in India. She had won numerous awards and had worked on a few international projects too. She had achieved her dream with her parents' support, and it was time to fill the other pockets of her life. So, at 23, she was married, and a year later, her son Athar was born. In marriage, Sonam found a very supportive partner in Himanshu, the yin to her yang. She continued to work, and her next big break came working on the show All Hail King Julian for Netflix. So uh, then I joined Remax dot TV and started working on their YouTube show. YouTube shows, one of the shows did really well, 
I was uh, I started producing that show. Uh, then I started working with one of the the mainstream shows on Netflix and uh, these A League writers uh, in DreamWorks Animations, and I started working on a very popular show. uh that was topping the charts and and it was also getting nominated for emmys like it got nominated in 2013 and then again in 2014 uh so uh yeah uh, so it was a good opportunity i worked on the show for the th- entire third season and uh, finally in 2014 15 we got nominated again and uh, yeah uh, it, it the show won and any emmy award for outstanding writing in an animation program so there was my big break after winning the emmy sonam scripted many new shows one of them little singam an animated series based on a bollywood film its popularity propelled discovery kids uh, the channel it aired on to the number 2 position from the 9th in india within just 2 weeks and the list of shows that sonam has worked on just goes on It almost looks easy. The success, though, didn't come easily. See, before uh, getting success, you always get rejected. After getting out of Reliance, I was so confident, actually overconfident, and very childish. Uh, I was. Uh, I went to Disney, like straight away to Disney. Like uh, I am already established writer. I have written this show for Nickelodeon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now you, now should you should accept me as a writer in Disney. I just went there okay and obviously I got rejected and they just said like get out of our studio <laughs> I was totally like trashed I was so insulted and I was crying for several days so definitely I had these moments of self doubts and uh, really <laughs> heartbreaking and crashing moments even before getting so I had 7 days where they didn't 6 days I had 6 days where they didn't notice me at all so obviously I had self doubts that did I take the right decision should I should have never come to Pune I should have never, always listened to my parents why did I come over here so there were several moments of self doubts the turning point in my life was I started believing in god uh after that uh, after this incident that happened in Disney There were two things I could have done. I could have just simply gone back to my home and told my dad that now I am unsuccessful. I finished. I fulfilled my dreams. There is one show on TV. Now I don't want to struggle anymore. And uh, yeah, get me married to some rich guy. <laughs> Or I could have uh, worked hard to actually um, prove myself correct. And uh, that could have only happened if some higher power was. standing behind me some something was there that wanted me to succeed and it was bigger than everything else it was bigger than me it was bigger than disney it was bigger than everything in this entire world yeah, i had moments of self doubt but every time i was able to overcome that moment because i knew that there's a bigger power standing right behind me and saying tathastu often people only see the results Sonam is very successful by the conventional definition of it. Growing up though was a different story. She had to tone down her personality, ability and tried very hard to fit in. I was kicked out of seven schools as a kid because I was not the best child, you know, I was just an average kid sat alone and I'll, I'll get into a lot of fights because I was bullied a lot. <laughs> because i was uh, not the kind of kid 
who can make friends i was never able to make friends i was a weird kid and i'll get into a lot of fights because of that so uh, and i was strong because i have a big body and uh, i was taller than most of the kids and i was sitting in the last bench you know most of the time i'll think about whatever st- like i used to just think about lot of stories that will just play in my head so uh, uh, i was thrown out of seven schools so in the final school i i was trying really hard to not get uh, get thrown out of that school so i lay low all the time but i always had the wish to be in the limelight then i never got a chance to even give a bouquet to the chief guest uh, in the school he would always come never ever because i was trying really hard not to get thrown out of that school <laughs> so uh, but after 6 years i was called uh, as the chief guest on the annual day function <laughs> in the same school and i think that's the moment i'm most proud of and uh, yeah i mean like uh, that is something that i shared with everyone and uh, i got onto the stage and i started crying and nobody was able to figure out why this girl is crying and so, like she is a chief guest she should be smiling and saying stuff so it was like a big moment for me i'm really proud of that moment and uh, yeah it, it felt great it felt it was overwhelming it was awesome at that event at school she was given a little memento and it lays right next to her emmy reminding her of her, her achievements Sonam is not the kind who is easily contained and yet she had to force herself to be limited to get through school as the system and the mindset was not inclusive as she got older and started working in the animation industry Sonam found being a woman meant there was more stacked up against her I mean like as a woman you face a lot of challenges because uh, uh, I don't know there's a thing there's a liking towards guys in the industry everyone wants to have like life is so easy for guys no like uh, because i'm a boy life should be easy for me there are no expectations from a from a man i mean like as soon as there there's only one expectation from men like be born be born that's just one expectation from girls there are so many expectations because now you're born now you're supposed to learn cooking otherwise how will you get married now you're supposed to learn this otherwise and you are also supposed to learn this singing thing otherwise how will who will marry you are also supposed to look beautiful and you should be thin and everything otherwise how will you get ma- for for boys there is only one expectation be born exist that's the that's the only expectation we have from boys so in the industry the same thing follows i mean like because you're a man you're a boy people listen to you and people don't oppose you much and you can be funny and you can crack shitty jokes and people would still laugh on you for a woman to lead actually you have to be really good you have to be exceptionally talented you know and uh, uh, it's really hard to make a mark when you're a woman being a woman obviously it'd be difficult because people expect you ki you you're a woman you leave early and i had heard things like okay she's a woman that's why she's getting so many advantages and uh, because there were 100 people who were waiting to get a job in reliance animation before me but then i was suddenly in in reliance animation and over and like there were so many people who were in line to get into from that from that labor area they wanted to get into reliance and they were waiting forever and i got in 
the labor area and within three months I was in Reliance Animations and uh, everyone said so many things oh she must have done something for the bosses she and all these crappy things that you hear but I mean definitely as a woman you just need to work hard you need to be really 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 good things will not come in easy uh, they'll always be difficult and you just have to be awesome and believe in your dreams and be better than everyone else. Sonam's persistence and never wavering from her path helped her achieve her dreams and continues to fuel her. She can fly as high as she chooses, knowing her family has her back. Thankful to my family, like after marriage, uh, I could have never uh, done so much. If my husband was not so supportive, he tolerated me like any, like nobody can tolerate me and he totally tolerated me. <laughs> and he is not even from my field. He is an investment banker. Uh, still, when Athar was born and I was not ready to be a mother, he's five years older than me. Uh, he took it like a, like he took the challenge like a boss. He would give back to Athar every day. And... Uh, I just have to, like, I, I was also being a mother, but not a very awesome mother. But he did an awesome job. He always was there to support me. And uh, I really am thankful to him. So where is Sonam at in her life right now? I am on a spiritual journey and I'm looking for uh, satisfaction and happiness. And uh, right now I just want to, uh, because I had, uh, while I was pursuing my dreams and uh, all these things and uh, achieving whatever I have achieved. I actually didn't concentrate on my husband on, and on my son. I mean, I have lost so much time. I uh, I didn't give them enough time. So for now, I'm simply uh, uh, taking care of my son, dropping him to school every day and then picking him from, picking him from school and spending time with him. And with my husband, I... I've started cooking three times a week and uh, I pay attention, I give him compliments. That's what uh, I'm doing and I'm doing some inner work, I'm doing some meditation. I've learned breath work recently and uh, I have started playing happy drums and learning Japanese right now because I've always been fascinated with Japanese content and uh, that's what I'm doing right now, painting, sculpting. All, I, all the things I used to do as a kid and reading some books and also like uh, because right now I'm on a position where I can I've fulfilled all my dreams so right now my main concentration is to devote my time uh, to my family and give back to the community like I've adopted two schools and uh, I, I'm actually funding the education of 400 children yeah, in these two schools and uh, yeah I'm like trying to give back and uh, I'm on a spiritual journey. Sonam currently lives in London with her husband and son. She's come a long way from that girl in Jaipur who convinced her parents to let her pursue animation, a career nobody had heard of, to winning an Emmy Award. The stepping stone to that was that she was willing to stand in a room full of people she admired, ready to sing the lyrics of the song she had just written. We're not sure we could do that when we were 20. We'd say one needs Goof Balusinogen to do it. 
And amazingly, Sonam has an unlimited supply of that. Sari dunia me kahi iske jaisa koi nahi kismat se apni bekhabar sachai ki chuni usne dagar rasta tha mushkil par usse banna tha mahan yog shakti ke bal pe karta har mushkil aasan sapt rishiyon ne usko chuna aur diya usse sato shaktiyon ka gyan shaktiman 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 and that's a wrap for season 3 We've had such a fantastic time podcasting this season. We're blessed to have the opportunity to share the stories of such amazing women. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank a few people who've made this season possible. Firstly, we'd like to thank our lovely editor, Dipti Shibish, for being our support system that works in the shadows to bring our episodes to life. We're just so grateful to have you as a part of our team, Dipti. We couldn't do this without you. Thank you to our wonderful guests who trust us to tell their stories. We appreciate your confidence and we love chatting with each one of you. And you, our listeners, our community, our tribe, we feel your love and support every day. And we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts as you give us the confidence to continue on the path we are on right now. We hope you enjoy your summer with your family and friends. We will be back with new episodes in September 2019. I'm Nanora and I'm Bettina. And as always, keep learning, keep inspiring, and be kind. <laughs>